The Empire may have fallen, but my ambitions never wavered. I am Grand Admiral Thrawn, and my return is inevitable. War is inevitable. One must destroy in order to create. We are no Jedi. I started hearing whispers. What happens when we find Thrawn? If we don't stop Thrawn, everything will be in vain. You and I both know who could help you with this. She's still just as stubborn as ever. I bet your master found you difficult at times. Anakin never got to finish my training. I walked away from him. Nice haircut. Just like I walked away from Sabine. Master. Ahsoka. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome back to another Ahsoka after show. Welcome back to Lost Hyperspace. I'm your host, Isaac Wilder. And guys, welcome back. It is amazing. It is amazing. It is here. Ahsoka show part part three. Ahsoka show part three, guys. Part three is here. And uh yeah, part three is called oh, Ahsoka Part Three, Time Time to Fly. And it's directed by Steph Green. Also, uh she direct if you that name might be you might recognize the name. She directed the second episode of this series and directed the second episode of The Book of Boba Fett, which I consider as the best episode in the series. So those are the episodes that you guys may recognize her in. Uh, but yeah, uh, but today we're talking about Ahsoka Part 3, Time to Fly, directed by Steph Green and written and uh, produced by Dave Filoni. So, uh, yeah, joining me to talk about this episode is your one and true host, co-host, Matthew Manchester. What do I everyone? And, yeah, hey, Matthew, welcome back to another Lost Hyperspace Ahsoka After Show. And for those who are watching or listening, welcome back to another After Show. And we are excited here to bring you back another Ahsoka episode. So yeah, Matthew, let's start with you. What was your opinion on this episode so far? How was your feeling about it going through? Um, I was very curious in what they had, what they were going to do related to um, Sabine. The fact that she was not force sensitive the fact that she's still being trained any anyway. <laughs> mm -hmm. It was nice to see how that's been working out. I was curious, I was wondering where that where that was gonna go. Mm -hmm. And it was even nice to even see Jason. Oh yes. That's the first time. One of our surprising uh guests uh, in the series is seeing Jason in live action and I, I gotta say first before we start we begin here I thought he looked exactly like how I imagined him to look like like with the animated like how he looked like it animated with like the green hair and, yeah that was uh, like the only thing green about him yeah I, I thought that was awesome and pretty fun they did a good pick yeah I didn't see his green ears though that's that was one of the thing I I saw. I was like, yeah, I don't I don't see his green ears in here. Um, but yeah, how was your feeling of seeing Jason? 
and her and him wanting to be a Jedi. Yeah, that was fair. That caught my attention, and then I'll be like, "Hmm, I'm only in the what if setting that." So, Ahsoka is training Sabine, uh-huh. and it'll and at this point, Ezra does not have him. Does not have an apprentice. Yeah, it would have been very cool if if Ezra said take had took Jason up as his apprentice. So he so it would be very one twist. There would be his he's did he, he's teaching the son of his master. Right, right. What what if that actually happened though? Would you like that? If that was the case, I would enjoy it. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, you know, it's not like, it's, all right, so being is not being trained by Ezra, mm-hmm. is, so. Yeah. And yeah, that would be, that would be fine. All I have is an apprentice, so. Yeah. She, is training Sabine. Yeah. Like a master cannot have two apprentices, right? right? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Unless uh, you want to say, I'm Jedi. Yeah. Um, um, like the said. Yeah. Okay, guys, let's begin this episode or breakdown of this after show. Welcome to after show again. Welcome, welcome, welcome. But yes, at the beginning, we are seeing in the very first episode, we are seeing Huey. Hugh Hang, Hugh Hang, teaching uh Sabine in the beginning, teaching him how to gi ray, how to gai gi, or how to gi ray. <laughs> that that was a little funny that you say. Yeah, gai gi or gai ki gi ray or gai gi ray or gai gi. his way of like different um fighting. Swings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was different fighting string. I think it's also nice because, um, I, because we've never seen him teach younglings in the Clone Wars. We didn't see that. We always thought we always saw him, uh, uh, build a lightsaber, uh, place and lightsaber Yoda for the youngling teaching. Huh? No, I thought it was Yoda that was teaching. Where here, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and apparently those slash were supposed to mark where uh Sabine has been striking. That's why you see the lines across, and I think he wanted him to strike in certain areas. And then I like how he ends it with Yoki. <laughs> it felt very like Asian martial art, you know. It 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 was yeah. It was... Even the room, the the scenery, mm-hmm. they pick on that. Yeah, and then he's like, not bad. And then he's like, not, but not good either. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, that was nice. That was nice. And that would be a nicer way of saying you're, that you're not there yet, but you're improving. Yeah, he's like, you're basic. Yeah, you're basic. And then, uh, Zoo, and then the Zuko to Zuko, I can't pronounce it as well, but. Uh, basically, the training that Ahsoka did with Sabine. Um, what what was your feeling? How did you feel about th- that training? Well, when when she had to cover her face, 
I thought she was going to have the have that ball mm-hmm. that was getting blessed and she was I thought that was because we saw that happen with Luke. Yeah. And we did that with all the other people that are like now you bless I mean like in, even the young ladies did that. Yeah. yeah. When they had their ice covers when they were blocking blocking blast fire. Mm-hmm. I guess the one I thing seeing someone having their eyes covered in yeah. a like this. Yeah. I but guess it was sensitive. The lack of force sensitive here, maybe mm-hmm. she's being trained differently. Yeah. One thing though I gotta point out is that the I like the whole master and apprentice connection here a lot. Don't get me wrong, I love it. Uh I love how uh Asuka's teaching at this moment. It felt, it felt to me. It felt like you know, um, Anakin training her, uh, Anakin training Ahsoka in the Clone Wars. This literally moments of this feeling felt like if Anakin was, um, training her. Though one of the things I was looking forward to that didn't give me is, I was looking for some flashbacks in this episode. Hopefully, some here and there, but. I, Clearly did not get that in any of this episode in this in this episode, but which I was a little disappointed, but I'm okay. It's it turned out to be a great episode. And again, it was I would have not spent so much time on the training. I would have spent more time on the story than on the training, but that's just me. Um but they took the training and as as important it was to show this master and apprentice connection. I felt like they spent a lot more time with the uh with the training than they should have. And then five minutes of five minutes of credit. <laughs> then I was like, what? I see what I see what you're saying. Yeah. About that. Mm-hmm. But I would also say, yeah, I would like to mm-hmm. point out that since the being is not the typical Jedi, yeah person to train because she's mm-hmm. not force sensitive that I think it was, it was important to see how different the training would be and when I was watching I was even curious on how that was go how it was go work how did it go mm-hmm. I, was, yeah. I was me I was drawn into it like show me how you how do you train someone that's not force sensitive? Mm-hmm. How do yeah. you train them? <laughs> yeah. Uh it, yeah, this also scene reminded me a lot of uh uh one of our uh special guests in here. He's uh uh he uh his name is JK. He's one of our closest uh friends and one of our biggest supporter. Um uh he he um he trained like this when he was learning martial art. The Basically, what his teacher did is he's put a blind thing on his face, and he all he but he it wasn't like it wasn't like what he's what she's doing with Sabine, but more like he he covered her, he covered Jake's his master covered his face, and he had him focus more into the hearing and um the focusing where the location and where the blade is going to strike. This definitely uh this definitely uh made it. In my point there, like, like it felt like that's why I was saying this felt more like a kung fu, uh, uh, karate kung fu, you know, moment, 
in Star Wars, even though it wasn't, it was like a master and apprentice in training, but it just reminded me of one of our, one of our friends, um, biggest supporter, JK, who's master kind of taught him like this, like blinded him, focus on sound and pay attention to where my, pay attention to where your master is by just feeling and hearing and just feeling where the master could move and where they could strike. Some people actually have really good talents on these stuff. And I, I love it. I thought that was amazing. I love the, I love the whole master and apprentice uh, scene though, as much as I felt like they spent way too much time on it. I, I also, I'm glad they didn't show it again. Now, if they would have showed it again, I would have been the way like, are we going to spend the entire time? We literally spent almost five minutes of of this episode in um in um in the training. Do you think the training was harsh to you? Harsh? Mm-hmm. No, I don't think it was harsh. Just plain. Well, as... I haven't. I don't know. I don't really have a difference. When you ask. When you, when, if you ask me, what does harsh mean to you? Mm-hmm. The what I was seeing in this episode did not really meet that what I thought would be harsh. Mm-hmm. Maybe because I'm not exactly sure what harsh is. Maybe it was harsh. Like, do you, do you recognize it? Yeah. It, it... I don't know. It wasn't. Yeah, maybe not. It it didn't feel harsh. She actually, she. I feel like she taught her a little bit more gentler than what Anakin would have taught her. Like mm-hmm. Anakin literally stunned Ahsoka plenty of times with the uh with the troopers. Uh, with yeah, the, it was uh, nothing like that. Yeah, it was nothing like that. This, I think, maybe because I'd say if you want to define. The thing with the two both as harsh. Mm-hmm. I say this is nothing like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh. Also, like, yeah, yeah. You're right because, um. Also, this is kind of also like kind of like beginning training. So I get it. I get it at this point. Uh, when you say beginning training, I would thought I would think like, of what ever stream with her. In well, yes, yeah, this. Yes. Yeah, yeah. She's still kind of in. Yeah. Exactly like that. They're using wood. She's still kind of into like the basic of training because she's not fully a typical Jedi person. So I think this typical Jedi was she. Yeah, I think because they're sticking basically to the basic still with her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, yeah, our next scene is we jump into scene two, which is the part with with uh, Hera Syndulla. We actually got to see a little bit more Hera in action and i love her even more now oh man she's such a great character and now it's not really i don't really care how she looks like she she's just playing this role so well i love it uh i Hera enters the room with my mothma and uh some of the people who are leading the, this new republic um, I was surprised that we didn't see Leia because in one of the books that I read a long time ago, Leia was Leia was part of the New Republic. Oh, Leia... once then you discovered that Vader was her father. She yes, was... yes. Once it... it just after that, yeah, she. I don't know. 
Their first well, act. Yeah, that's true. Just, it must uh, have been. Fennec. Yeah, it must have been maybe like doing um like earlier in the high uh in the New Republic era. So I'm thinking. I'm thinking that that Leia was expelled from the Senate before this. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully yeah. We saw her as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, some of the senators. Uh. Uh. Hera Sandula enters into. A room with some of the senators asking for help um, to find one. One of the things that she was doing is the first thing she came in is to ask for help to end the war, to be able to follow her friends, to join her friends, so they can find Grand Admiral Thrawn and end this war. And then, um, and then some of the senators thought she was putting her emotional of losing Ezra over because they believe Thrawn was dead. Thrawn was dead with Ezra. So now everybody's assuming that he's dead. This is this is the part that makes me feel like this is it's getting ridiculous. What? How do you know that he's dead? That's the thing is, why do they suspect Ezra's dead? Hmm. Well, there's no indication of him coming back. Well, the um the people who are trying to bring him back. I keep working in secret so the so the Republic aren't aware of it. Otherwise they would jump on to his request, I suppose. Yeah. But also they believe if you think about like in Mandalorian, the guy asked with the Republic mm-hmm. if they would go help a certain planet. But 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 they said no and so yeah. he went found Mando. Yeah, but they also believe that Grand Admiral Thrawn is dead. They they think Grand Admiral Thrawn is dead and gone too, as as also Ezra. So this is when I'm like, this is getting ridiculous, because well, number one, I know for sure Thrawn's not dead. Of course, they don't know that, but as Ezra and Thrawn are not dead, also we saw them in the trailer too. So well, we saw Thrawn, we don't see Ezra, but. Um, we just saw Ezra in the um, but this thing. So yeah, but yes, uh, I I like how uh, Thrawn, uh, uh, um, Hera's uh response to the new senator who never been to a war, and and then when she asked him, "Have you ever? Were you ever in a war?" And then and then uh. And then she, I like, I like how she was like her face. She was like angry at that senator, and I'm like, wow, that is, that is That's bold. That is Talking bold. To be a leader like that. Yeah, I. The the thing is, I I really felt like, I really felt like Hera's just capturing this moment in live action so well, and also the way she just responded, kind of a little bit scares me. And it's just like you're not getting her bad side. Yeah, you you don't. Yes, you don't want to. You don't want to get in the bad side. And I like seeing Mon Mothma again. And I thought that was that was pretty fun. That was pretty fun. It's always nice to see her. But one of the thing I just thought she looked a lot younger. She she just to me Mon Mothma looked a lot younger than what she looked like episode four. Yeah, and uh, not just that. She looked like how she looked like in uh, Andor, which 
in Andalus, she should have been way younger. Now she should have been way older because Manmatma, if you see her in episode four, she looks mm-hmm. pretty old. And then now in this is episode, this is after six. So she shouldn't be this young, but I get it. The actor is pretty young and she's the only one that can actually play this role perfectly. And I get it. I get it. I understand, but so let's give them some grace. Yeah. Like we're yeah. always giving we're always giving her some grace on how she looks. Yeah, but I don't really care how she looks now. She actually looks fine now as I as I'm I'm getting used to her. But uh also she's just rocking the role of Hera so well and I'm loving every part of it. Uh he she tells the senator, so just sat back and waited to see who comes out on the top. And I'm like, oh, 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 oh that that hurts. That's more. Yeah. That's more to that. Do not go to my bad side. And then uh yeah, and then uh and then uh who Manmatma pretty much like says, give us time to interact. They they think she's putting her emotional of Ezra you know, wanting Ezra uh, to the top, and you know, I would have agreed if I was in their if I was in their position, I would have not. I would agree with them. I wouldn't have. Uh, I was if I would like. I would see that. Like I understand. They think mm. that that Thrawn is dead, so they have no reason to. Yeah, they think Thrawn is dead with. They think Thrawn is dead with uh, Ezra. So, yeah, that was pretty... And then Manmata says she would talk to her colleagues, uh, the rest of the Senate. And then while they're heading out, we see, again, uh, Jason Sandula comes and says, Mom, Mom, Mom! Uh, and she's like, it's yeah, too... Yeah, that was, it was nice. I think they really talk about wanting to see him in live action. Mm-hmm. Oh, he doesn't say he wants to be a Jedi, he says, it's true. Is it true Aunt Sabine's going to be a Jedi? That was our question. Oh, anyway, though I do say that. Now, why did you hear that? Chopper. Chopper told me. (laughs) Yeah, go ahead. No, I do still stand true on the how it would have been interesting if if Ezra came back instead of training Jason, it was especially with yeah, it was, but the whole mm-hmm. that he considers being as aunt, mm-hmm. aunt Sabine. That's what he called it. <laughs> he called her that, aunt Sabine. Oh, that's sweet. He was called um. What that mean? He was called Ezra Uncle. Uncle it, Ezra. Wait, yeah, where he call Zeb uncle? I don't know what he would call that. And that's the thing is, I don't know. We'll have to figure it out. I want to see more. I want to see more. I was going to see if that was. I'm like, since he called Sabine, and I'm yeah. only imagining him saying uncle to, Ezra. The, to the uncle Ezra. Yeah, me too. Uh, but he's he's like, I want to be a. Uh, he's like, she was like, why did you? And why did you hear that? 
Chopper told me. Chopper. And then she just thought, she's like, I want to be a Jedi. I want to be a Jedi. And then she says, Oh, there, that's when he said he wanted to be a Jedi. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, so, Yeah, I know. Right about it. Would, it goes back to how cool it would be if his uncle. <laughs> yeah. And then she said, started teaching him, which kind of reminds me, kind of like Luke started training his nephew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and she, an uncle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And she says, I know you do, Jason. So that was a nice moment. And then they both just looked at each other and smiled. Oh, that was, I love that moment. I love that moment so much. Do you I think thought, we'll see him again? Hmm? Do you think we'll see Jason again? I hope so. I'm looking for, but you know, also, like, I don't want this story to be full of like kids and, uh, you know, just kids 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 the entire series and we've gotten so many kids throughout star wars that i don't want this story oh like like the original cast no 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 i'm just talking about i'm just talking about like grogu and mando uh uh obi-wan and luke i don't want another story of leia and uh no of uh jason Sindula and Harris Sindula because it's it's just gonna be another one of those kid stories. As much as I enjoy it, I just hope that it isn't. I don't want it to be that I way. I think that I do. There's a good chance it will happen. Yeah. Do I? I'm not surprised if it does. Yeah. I do want to see them as a family though. That's what I'm. That's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to seeing all of these characters as a family together. Oh, Zeb comes back. Mm-hmm. Uncle Zeb. It'll be like a rebel cruise. Uncle Zeb. Yeah. Uncle Zeb comes back and Uncle Ezra comes back. Uh yeah. <laughs> it still feels weird, doesn't it? Yeah, it's yeah, it's <laughs> but we remember in Rebels. Oh man, guys, it still feels weird. We're not great. When Ezra said, they're not thieves exactly. And then she said, we aren't exactly anything. A family, a team. Mm-hmm. So in there, they, they, she'd, well, she said a team, sometimes more like a family. Yeah. So yeah. they might be worth going with, referring back to that. Yeah. Uh yeah, and then the next thing we got is uh the cup scene where basically Ahsoka's teaching uh Sabine that the force runs the forces in every living things. Um it's just it's just it's just trust and other stuff, etc. And basically she describes that by moving a cup, just like what Kenan, just like every Jedi master did uh with the apprentice except for maybe like you know we didn't we didn't really see the master and apprentice of obi-wan and anakin how they became and trusted each other so well enough uh that it became like brothers and uh like that so uh but in this one we see uh asuka moving a cup another cup trick last time chopper with Ezra, Chopper picked up Ah, the yeah, that was, that was fighting <laughs> that because, because, um, yeah. Rex was like, be, 
you're trying to catch them up, focus on the forest. You need to use your eyes too. Yeah. <laughs> and also the part where Zed picks up the weather training. Zed pick uh no um when they return this chopper and down. Yeah. Chopper picks up uh yeah, yeah, that part too, but also the part where the cop where Chopper was picking up the cop and behind uh, Ezra and Ezra was like, I'm doing it. And then suddenly it was all Chopper that was doing it. That was that was a fun scene. But here we see uh yeah, after that's uh you know um Ahsoka is telling uh doing that did that trick, but Sabine apparently could not do it. And we'll just keep trying. And then at the end of it, she was like, you want to die. You tell the cop after they were being shot at, after they were being, after they got attacked uh, by, yeah, after they got attacked, they, they, but what did you think of the cop trick? Well, it was nice to see that, you know, staying true to what we've seen Ruffles, that she didn't really use the force. Mm-hmm. We kind of see why, like we are, like we are, like oh, now she hears the force, and then we see her try. We put her into a position where she supposed to use the force, and we see that she's unable to. Yeah, at this point. Yeah. So it's nice that they are reinforcing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she said she kept testifying why I'm using the force because the force resides in all the other things. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh she, she, fo- she followed uh Master Yoda a lot in Master Yoda and Anakin and pretty much anybody who taught her training uh training wise. They they followed the she followed them really well. And um, one of the things I, I thought uh, Hugh, 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 Hugh Hang did in this episode is just told um, told Ahsoka to basically let go because, yes, he he was proving a point that, yes, she isn't a typical, you know, Jedi, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't give up on her or, like, mm-hmm. you, uh, you guys got to trust mm-hmm. each other. Because I think that's one of the things they needed is a lack of trust. And they didn't trust each other. And they were about to die by Shanghai Di if they didn't if they didn't trust each other and trust each other's moves and where each direction they should go. Were you saying something? Oh, he was the wimper, he was like yeah, yeah, lying. We're mm-hmm. not the typical Jedi. Mm-hmm. Right, she wasn't the typical Jedi. Yeah, she was trained by the non person that was not a typical Jedi, mm-hmm. who was which was Anakin, and he who was also trained by, by, yeah, Obi Wan, who also was not really um, but when he's been trained with, with Qui Gon, he was mm-hmm. kind of, you know. I don't I don't want to say rebellious, but he but that difference of opinion kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And then Crygon has had his differences with with the cons console. Yeah. Uh yeah. Uh, uh one of the things I draw my attention here, uh, in the attack 
um of string heidi after they pulled out oh but before we, we go on any farther i just want to say after you pulled out of hyperspace they landed so far and then uh sabine is asking why did we land so far from the planet like where where did you why did we pull out of hyperspace so far from the planet and she was like uh jedi jedi protocol jedi protocol like literally they following this is an often thing we saw in the Clone Wars. The Jedi's will pull so far from the planet, and then it would take them so long to get to that planet. Enough that it delays things and sets. Yes, they were doing this for safety reasons, just in case they needed to quick get away. And I get it, but like doing the Clone Wars, like doing uh 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 Revenge of the Sith, they. They kept landing too far, and then they, 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 they were run so far. Like, why not just jump on the enemy and attack them straight up as you're there? But they always landed way far from the enemies, and I just, it just took forever to get there. But well, I guess Jedi came for a while, kept saying we don't want to attack him as we have, so we have to. Mm -hmm. And the Clone Wars happened. Yeah, I guess this did set up a battle in space. Which which Shing Heidi attacked Shing Heidi the Inquisitor, uh the uh Grand, the Inquisitor. It was, he, he but they gave him a name. Yes, he had, does have a name. Um, Mark Mark Marco 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 Marco. I can't say. I mean, it we don't really know which brother he is, so we could just call him Marco. Marco. Marco, 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 Marco. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. We. I don't know which brother. He, hmm. I don't know which brother he is. Uh, but yeah, uh, he was. Uh, yes, he was. He was, as we all know, where Inquisitors come from. There were Jedi Knights, or oh, Jedi Master. I don't. How many actually inquisitors are? That's one of the things well, that. Inquisitor was a Jedi Temple guard who then. No, 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 no. I'm I... saying, how many inquisitors were actually Jedi masters? A lot of the inquisitors we know are Jedi knights, not Jedi masters. But I'm wondering how many uh, of uh, the Jedi's that became inquisitors were Jedi masters. Well, I'd imagine typically it was. I've imagined you know, if you're a master, mm -hmm. they would have fresh order 66 or go into hiding. While if you're any level below that, then you would, you, they would decide to take you to try to turn you to the dark side. Like when they were trying to find. When the Empire was trying to find kids, that the force sensitive kids, mm -hmm. if they won't turn, they would be, ex they would, um, eliminated. But mm -hmm. the, the idea is, I'd imagine that, that they would say knight or Jedi. Mm -hmm. I, I would imagine masters would. Typically, we face the um, Order 66 fate. Yeah. Yeah. 
But like uh, the SF would either face that or turn to the dark side. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the inquisitors that we got were like they were masters and then they got t- there were younglings that some of them were younglings that got taken from the temple and turned to inquisitor. Some of them were Jedi fallen Jedi knights that turned inquisitor called uh fallen and turned to to work as inquisitors. And um, but they've never actually talked about like inquisitors being Jedi not Jedi masters. I've not seen that yet. But I'm wondering if because... it's hard for me to visualize a ma- a Jedi master turning mm. to like Bailin like, like Bailin Scar. Dugu was Bailin a master. Scar. Huh? Dugu was a master, but yeah, but Dugu was not Dugu wasn't Rangers. Yeah, but Dooku was in the Grand Inquisitor. At that time, the Inquisitor didn't Green exist. Was a Jedi Temple Guard. Yeah, but I'm talking about like Inquisitors turning uh, if they were Jedi Masters or not. But uh, one of the things that I was thinking, like Balin Scar, I don't know if I don't know what I don't know what title he goes by. I still don't know. We still don't know the title that Balin Scar goes by. But um, uh, but one of the things that I thought of. Could he be a Jedi? I don't know. Is he. It would be nice to know when the Nessus Wednesday happening because now they're not Seth and they're not Jedi. Yeah, yeah. They were the first orders. They were the equivalent of. of, Inquisitors, the first orders, inquisitors, but they were nice of when. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Where the the nice of when were the were the first orders equivalent to inquisitors. So. Well, yeah, but they didn't carry around lightsaber. But yeah, that's true. Okay, we got some cameos in this. Uh, episode that was exciting. I thought that was fun um to get i thought that was awesome to get some cameos uh but we definitely did get uh shing heidi and a bunch of her friends and the inquisitor um attack them with the new the old separatist ships why did you think of that? Mm, I, didn't I wonder where they got it. I didn't know this. Yeah, those those were those were old separatist ships that they had in their hands, and I'm like, mm. where did they get it? Well, looking back, so that there was the separatists. Uh huh. Know of that, and then we don't see them during during the. The um rebellion period. Mm-hmm. We see imperial ships. We see um old republic ships mm-hmm. that being used. But but at that time, there were we didn't see any separatist um ships. Right, right. So so we in and uh, in these new groups these. Ex Empire groups that we've been seeing are grabbing um, hyperdrive, 
yeah. stuff on the empire track, empire stuff. Mm -hmm. So separatist stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I there was a step separatist ships, which is the ones that Shing Heidi and her friends has been using to destroy uh Ahsoka and Sabine and Hugh Hing ship. And uh that was this was an interesting flight action and space scene. I thought this was interesting. The thing is, the reason why I wasn't a I wasn't a huge fan of this action scene so much, because they were just they they felt like stormtroopers. It just Sabine was terrible and just like Well, they, if they had accurate ship shots, I don't think the three of them will survive. So they would have to make a reason for the for yeah. and for also yeah, and also it made them uh be working together, which is something I thought was pretty good. I thought I liked it. I liked the teamwork mixed the dream work part. Uh it they worked together and Asuka was able to get direction and where Sabine wanted to fly up or down or Spinning is a good thing. Sabine was telling Asaka where to fly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought that was amazing. Don't get me wrong. I thought it was amazing. It just felt like a very long scene that went on forever with because nobody could shoot anybody until, <laughs> until the culture. And I'm like, what is happening here? Why, why am I feeling like I'm watching another uh, Poe? And Finn escaping from a TIE fighter and all the storm and all the, and there's like 50 TIE fighters following them. Oh, yeah, oh, no, no, no. Poe trying to blow up Finn. One, one's uh, X Wings trying to blow up uh, the Dreadnought. The Dreadnought. And none of the, none of the none of the type fighters can shoot at him for some reason. This literally felt like another had to survive. Yeah. He was a new main character. Yeah, but so... at least Poe was getting shots. But in this one, Ezra, no, in this one, Sabine, I mean, Sabine and Ahsoka wasn't they weren't even getting a single shot until like, oh, until they started getting to certain positions and then they had and then they started getting clear shots. It just that makes more sense to me. If they kept going on and on without making adjustment to the plan, they would have kept on missing. True. true. Yeah, true. I totally agree. But at least that, and I, I love the part she admitted that she missed. That was the best part. She actually said, Oh, I had a clear shot, but I missed it. I was totally fine with that because not everybody who gets a clear shot would. Because of how fast the ship is moving, I mean, you wouldn't get though. The, you know what this ship reminded me of? Right. Uh this ship reminded me of um the ship that uh in Andor, a Luthan rail ship, Luthan rail ship with the laser, except for it was missing the laser, but the turning Luthan rails ship. Yeah, was and, one of the sickest ships in Andor. It was nice to see that they added spinning to the flying. Yeah, spinning is a good trick. Spinning was was as Sky was in Skywalker there. Yeah, it's known for spinning for spin flying like he did that. Yeah, when 
destroying a the the destroy control ship. Yeah. And he ended up spending out of control when he was Vader in episode in episode four. <laughs> and then <laughs> Yeah, spinning is a good trick. And hey, he's everybody. A yeah. It was a stoker and it was nice to see that they that they had this spinning. Yes. yes, 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 definitely, definitely. Yeah. That was that was a fun lesson too. It was a fun lesson time for both of them, Master and Apprentice. And then when uh Sabine got apparently uh uh who uh I still got rearranged every every S- S- Sabine setting up, like the way she likes her guns. Apparently, uh Asuka rearranged that and said it in a way she liked because Asuka was mostly using this ship. Sabine, after he, after, after she walks away, it it became uh, Hugh Hing and uh, um, Asuka's ship. The thing is that I wonder why did we not see Hugh Hing, Hugh Hing, in uh, the Asuka, uh, the Mandalorian. He was. Why didn't we not see him there? Why do do they have to wait until the Ahsoka to? Oh, in that Jedi episode. Yeah, we didn't hmm. see Yang in that one. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. Maybe you was still a ship. <laughs> yeah, remember that was like no way. Like the first time we see Ahsoka in yeah. this series, we see her going into this temple to get the map. Mm-hmm. And she had Yu Hang stay back for a quick pickup. Yeah. Oh, here yeah, I think she was she was doing like a oh I'll have him set in a shift further back and I'm mm-hmm. gonna try take this thing down. Yeah. Maybe it's kind of maybe it's kind of like that. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It might have been the case. One of the one of also one of the things that caught my attention was a part how how that ship was not getting that much damage. That ship must have such a powerful shield because they shot a lot of shot on target in that ship that I felt like those shots probably should have counted. And a lot of it Yeah, I think there's no question on that. Yeah, it, it it wasn't until uh it wasn't until Morgan Elba started firing at uh uh at them, then they start to actually um then they start to actually like get damaged. But even that they didn't Maybe, get that No, the shield doesn't last forever. Yeah, but this shield felt like it lasted forever than a normal Star Wars shield. I like that day um <laughs> Like they can hang weaken weaken the shield and then once the shield was weak enough then the then they start then he started giving real hits. Yeah. I also this was the first time that Sabi Ahsoka and Sabine actually smiled and well Sabine always smiled, but this is the first time we've seen Ahsoka actually smile. So that that was that was nice to see. A little bit, and uh, yeah, and it was nice to see also her thingy, her hair, whatever, her things or whatever we would call it. Mm-hmm. That it wasn't, it was, it felt, it felt very, it felt very like moving in real life instead of 
like in the Mandalorian series when it was all like stuff. Still, this one actually felt like it was moving. So yeah, after they work together and they solve their problem, of course, uh, and then they see a giant ship in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> and that was um Margaret Margaret Morgan Elbeth. Um, and saying uh, she will take care of them and launch cannon. And yeah, what was your feeling of Ahsoka being in space? Well, Again. I think Again. in Jedi, I'm in the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. So, being Ahsoka going out with and using the lightsabers, it wasn't anything new. Mm-hmm. I'll well, it was it was interesting that they waited until now to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, we, I was waiting for this, and I love the amazing entrance that she did. She was like, "You come in control, be in control." After they got fired down by Morgan Albeth, which the shield took a long time. And uh, one thing I want to point out. It's smoke. I don't know if we've seen this before, but this is the first time I saw laser when it shot the laser, it leaves that much smoke. Um, well, hmm. Well, no. I suppose if you want to consider the explosion of a Death Star, no, that's not smoke. No, but... When the Death blew up, it blew up. It turned into stars. Yeah, and when all ship, and I think I saw all of the ships when we see a big, ex, big explosion. Yeah, but even but the, right these ones but are this gunshots. One didn't, this ship didn't explode. If that's what you want to say. No, no, no. But yes, the ship didn't explode. But hey, this ship was leaving way too much smoke. Let me Maybe let me they have fuel cell or something. Let me share it. Let me share. It. Let me share my screen here. I just felt like this. Do you see it? Yeah. Look at that. It was le- let me actually go back a little bit. Look at how much smoke that ship was leaving. Like I felt like that was like a lot of smoke there. And I just I felt like look at that. That's a lot of smoke. Than what I expected to see in on screen. I I just felt like it was way too much. I don't know. Maybe not everybody will feel the same way as I do, but maybe maybe the bullets were exploding and we were seeing the smoke of the of the bullets. Yeah, and secondly, the ship wasn't getting that much damage out of that old. No, I think blasters, the bullets. Yeah, I think the bullets that they were being they were shooting. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they like they shot some, mm-hmm. and then they shot some more. You know, like they are like behind each other. Right, right, yeah. Maybe yeah. the ones behind are hitting the ones in the the ones in the front. Mm-hmm. And also, do you know one other thing that disappointed me a little bit? It I didn't right. see the lot of the like everybody's moving, the whole ship is shaking, stuff are popping out, like what you see in episode four. In episode seven, like the Millennium Falcon, even though it was dealing, it was, there was three TIE fighters, three were shooting at them and they got damaged and part of the ship was 
falling apart in episode four, in episode five, six, and even in uh and uh, uh movies in the new trilogy movies, like the Millennium Falcon is actually dealing damage. And this ship, like inside, you can tell everything is normal until Morgan Elba shot them, finally got a target and shot them down. It seems like the shield was a very strong shield. Oh, just like, see, this is also the thing, big issue for me. The show seems invincible. Like, the character seems invincible. They have no challenges that they're facing through. And I just feel like their characters right now are terrible. They're building them. Maybe the directors are like, oh, we're showing you this, but this is not the main focus. That's true. That's true. The ones and they move and they um lessen it and they make louder the what that her what that her make us focus on. Like that's like don't focus on the explosion and all that. Focus on the being in this in so being Mm -hmm. in this focus interaction here. Focus on that. Yeah, that's true. Vader's gone, so there is nothing to fear. The Emperor is gone, as they said. <laughs> Somehow he returned. Uh, but the Emperor is gone um, for now. Uh, uh, but there's nothing to fear now. This is, thing is, this is the thing is, it's making the character have not such a good development of a character because, again, like I've been saying, like you don't feel like the character's in any danger. Like, even though I knew Obi-Wan was alive in episode four, Darth Vader's present. Darth Vader almost burning Obi-Wan to death actually showed fear. Seeing Vader again brought fear to the show and brought entertaining to the show. It felt like Obi-Wan was in actual danger, even though to me, I knew Obi-Wan was alive in episode four. I But it felt like I'd forgotten Obi-Wan was alive in episode four because the way Darth Vader just grabbed him and almost burned him to death was the part I feared the most. I feared that so much. And this show, they're not bringing me fear. We know Inquisitors... I suppose, mm-hmm. I suppose some of that because they haven't created a story that talks about Sabine and Ahsoka after that. Yeah, I also... They're they... going back in time and creating these um, stories that, yeah, also... that make it hard hard to survive. Yeah, also this is the closest story to after... This is the closest story to a Jedi. I guess the one thing is they're entertaining us with lots of action. I gotta give them credit for that. They're, not in, they're entertaining us not to have some very boring, long conversation. Uh, they're entertaining us with lots of action in this show, and I really like it. Uh, but it's also very hard to entertain us to make us fear the characters are in danger. You know, how much have they been using the force? Like we're seeing the force that Soka is using the force in the conversations mm-hmm. about the force, but have we, like, she's Soka has been using the force a lot, right? Or has mm-hmm. she been using it only memorable, only when necessary? I think and, she's you know been using the one she she. She wants to. I don't think she's been focusing on that so much. I mean, like, like in Andor, we didn't really have anything made to the Force in Andor. Well, here, yeah. there's like, 
they do have to have the force in there because that that's what's centered on the whole training. Mm-hmm. So, like in the end, one we didn't have anything made to the force at all, and I was sort of figuring out whether they were like uh, like they're bringing in the force because it has to do with the training and all of that. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to second see that they're not making this as uh, like like back in back when we were talking about Mandalorian and mm-hmm. we were like talking about oh why are they bringing the force in like and all of that right mm-hmm. and then finally Andor showed up and we didn't see the force at all yeah well here I would say this is kind of like in the middle yeah, but also and I just but there isn't that but there isn't as much being it's not really happening a lot. Yeah. And I I also felt I also have this feeling a lot of the time like today Filoni John Favreau Star Wars has just been a lot of time I I don't think it's I don't like again, I don't feel like a lot of these story of these directors is bringing um, they're not scaring people because they're already using the characters we know, we knew from the animated, and or even even though I knew Andor, Cassie and Andor, uh, Tony Gilroy, even though I knew Cassie and Andor is alive, dies in Rogue One, they still the way they created Andor series with all the characters mixed together, it showed at least the potential of a character dying. Of a of a character you might like and I get attached to, and die, like right now, Cyril Khan. Um, I I don't want him to die in Andor. I want him to go on uh and Tetra Mira and live somewhere in the beach. Yeah, you we, know, he is still going on on that. <laughs> that was, yeah, but yeah, that was kind of <laughs> odd. Uh, but you know. I have certain characters that I just wouldn't that I'm attached to that if they die, it breaks my heart. In this one, I just feel like because I know they're gonna play it safe the entire time because none of the characters in the show are going to die. Except for maybe the villains, which I don't I don't feel any emotional connection to or uh or really much connected to. So I don't really care so much about the villains surviving at all. Like, I don't, I don't care that much about them. So that's a that's my problem. Is my problem is not because I don't want um. I don't want. I don't. I don't. I don't want these these shows. I just don't want them to keep telling the same stories without having any characters that I'm not into. You know, die. You know, I want a character that I, I actually I want. I want to. I want I want this story to become more than what it is now, to bring something that is unexpected. Hera dying, Sabine dying, you know, Zeb dying. Yeah, I like when like we thought she was gonna die. Yeah, I but, want I want that's one of the things when I'm going to these shows. I want something unexpected, an actual beloved character to die in the show, even Ahsoka. I hope that right there. But then that destroys the plans of the for me. I don't know. I 
to me, I'm, I will enjoy it. I will enjoy it. But yeah, let's maybe, go. Like mm-hmm. I said, might really yeah. stoke me. I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but let, let's go back to the show here. And uh, yeah, uh, um, Shanghai D is shooting at Ahsoka and Sabine after they've been uh, hit and they're fixing their ship, which took pretty quick to fix. And back with the shield. And uh, yeah, and then Ahsoka wears the space and destroys one of uh, one of the ships, the enemy ships, with a lightsaber, which was pretty cool how she did the little flip and destroy yeah, the thing. I thought that was pretty cool. There's a lots of sidewalk when they cut Kylo's Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, that exact scene. Yes. Um also Sabine was like, I still got worried about Soka, of course. We knew. I was like, oh please, just stop. <laughs> I was like, oh please, just stop. We already know Asoka's not gonna die there. Uh for people who have no idea for who Asoka is and the Soka's character, yeah, sure. Believe that Asoka's gonna die there, but we already know who the title of the show is. So uh, but definitely this one, uh, when she says Soka, and then uh, you see Ahsoka float, uh, flying in space and say, did you, uh, Sabine, did you fix the ship yet? And she's just flying around in space, and then she's like, and she's like, yeah, yeah, okay. And then she was fixing it back up, and then she got it fixed. She said, like, can you pick me up? <laughs> I need you to pick me up. I thought that was... I thought that was if you yeah. I thought that was very funny. I like the boy who chop a friend who got lost in space and then <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love so one of the things that got back my memory is seeing Ahsoka run, uh, when she got in the tape. It reminded me just like Ahsoka ran in the Clone Wars, which I was like, oh, this is so fun. At the home, oh, man, she did such a good job. Midoriya Tarsen. You are awesome. And the moves that she did with Ahsoka, I just thought, oh, that's totally what Ahsoka would have done. I love it. I love every part of it. And then, uh, yeah, another cameo, the Pargos. We got to see the Pargos. Yeah. I thought they were... Pargos. I thought they were going... They were, like, somehow, like, they... They were already on the way to... The new galaxy. Oh, you thought that? Yeah, I didn't think so. But now they, but now they have to go to that planet first. Yeah, this is why I think it, it. This is why I think yes, they're taking it slow. They're giving us lots of action, which I totally enjoy. Don't get me wrong, I totally love it. But again, I don't want this to feel slow like Obi Wan Kenobi or Mandalorian. I just, I just want action and like the point. The point in this episode, which was Mandalorian with a bunch of cameo, oh, of, uh, Jack Black oh. and Lizzle, which was pointless, but they're big Star Wars supporters, so I get it. Uh, yeah, this season is all, is halfway done, right? Well, there could be six total. No, there's gonna be eight total, so it's not even halfway yet. Which next week is gonna be halfway, though. Which I'm I'm glad <laughs> because if it was six. And then that, and they're like, that would have been quick. 
that'll be very disappointing. And now one day of season two, but we have now we have five more episodes. This this that's this is why I'm to get to the to the new galaxy to explore the galaxy. Yes, new galaxy. I hope the Thrones fate. Yes, yes. I really hope that this is not like a slow thing. Oh, now well, in the next uh, episode, well, because one the season two, which I don't know. Do you think they will? Do you think they would do that to us? Make us want a season two? Of course. I'm thinking yes. But I think also they're going to just say, oh, Sokka's going to return in the, in the new movie they're going to do. Uh, but uh, seeing how big the Progo is, the Progos were, uh, reminded me just like... Um, uh, reminded me... It, it shows how big from the ship, how tiny... How tiny the ship were from the Progos, and that was pretty. Yeah, okay. it reminded me of the of rebels where the where, um, where the rebels were trying to go against the Perquil, and it was like follow the Perquil, and they finally did. And then once they got what they needed, mm-hmm. then they were like, now we're in, and then here I said. Follow the protocol. Yes, yeah. that was what they were supposed to do. But yeah, the yeah, pro- I don't think they did that. They didn't follow the protocol. Yeah, again, this felt these scenes felt slower again, with just a lot of shooting and missing all the time. And I wasn't appreciating I wasn't appreciating this far. I get it. We're trying to explore what Dave Falloon is trying to get us back again into rebels. I totally get it. It's just I I just wasn't a huge fan because I just felt like at least shoot something, deal damage, make me feel like they're in actual danger. Yes, they're driving near a pogo, which could make them, which could make it terrifying. But to the people who know the story really well, that ain't gonna scare them. That ain't gonna scare me. That, that ain't gonna. Them. Yeah, it's just gonna excite me. It's just not. It's just gonna show. It's not gonna show fear in me. And then they lost uh Shane Heidi and the uh the Inquisitor and they found a place to hide, just like the Jedi did in Clone Wars and shot everything down. Which was interesting. And we got to explore more of again the what that thing was, which we already knew. The giant you know what's very, you know what's disappointing me so far, and I really hope what? that we hear Inquisition as somewhere in this season that hasn't happened yet. Yeah, it hasn't happened yet. See, this is what I was looking for. I was looking for a flashback, at least in this episode. Maybe next one. Maybe next one. Maybe next one that will focus more because I think next one is a. Duel between Balin Scar and Ahsoka Tano, and I think we might get, uh, we might get, uh, we may get uh, visions back. Yeah, or, we have uh, to see him with Ahsoka. Yeah, a, a little training of both of them that'll be amazing. That'll be my favorite episode. Uh, but yeah, here we got to study the hyperdrive. The last hyperdrive was born was getting 
put in so that they can uh, travel fast through the galaxy to go uh, to the new galaxy that they are planning on going to. And uh, yeah, we already knew about this already. We already knew why they wanted a hyperdrive. They, I will see when I was sitting down. I'm like, oh, please don't make this a talking scene. Please just make them jump up and fight. You know, Balin Scar. I was just looking out Balin. I was just looking for that scene. I'm like, please don't make. And yeah, they spent the entire time talking on the ship. I of a what of learning about this thing that. At least the audience already knew. I guess they when, didn't. But when you, but the um, Ahsoka and Sabine didn't know. And they, yeah. I mean, if they somehow need to just know that, and we, yeah. we got to see how. Oh, oh, um, oh, people would have assumed. Wait, how did Ahsoka and and um, how did Ahsoka and um, Sabine already knew about? What was going on? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. That would have been a the little. Droid, he, he protest being shut down, <laughs> which was that was very funny. He didn't have a choice in the matter too, uh. But yeah, we see Balin standing, gazing in space, <laughs> uh, dramatically, and sent a bunch of his goons to go kill Ahsoka. Oh. It makes sense. He says, "Say it'll be ashamed to kill her." Yeah. Uh, but this is the thing. But I he's hate... gonna send them to do it anyway. Yeah. This is the thing I hate about uh anybody like uh either Mass and Apprentice or uh I I hate where they send people to do their dirty work when they can't do it by themselves. Even Vader sending until he won't, so he wants someone else to do it. I just, I just, I'm not a huge fan of people sending other people to do their dirty work, especially he sent a bunch of people with blasters. What would a blaster do? Hey, he a lightsaber shrinking. He was a Jedi shrinking. Know that what he's doing won't work. He so so the whole point is he sent his goons to take care of Ahsoka, so he's just gonna stand there. Staring into space. <laughs> and he said what? he didn't want to go kill her. He Yeah. Yeah. It just it's pointless. It'll be a shame if he did. It's it's it well, it's it's still else. pointless. It's still pointless. Like why send your goons instead of you going by yourself? Yeah, uh, it, it doesn't really make sense, but he's like if you pronounce him. Why are you not going doing this? Why are you not doing it yourself? And then he would say, because it'll be a shame. Yeah. Uh also one of the things uh um we see in the trailer, uh Shane Heidi and uh is fighting uh Sabine and um and Soka fights the Inquisitor, which I hope Soka kills him because I'm I still should have taken care of that in episode in episode two, but um, and then she fights Bay, and then he fights, and then she fights Balin's Balin. So I hope those duels that are going there hurry up, because I don't want the entire episode to be about this duel, this duel thing, because that's slow. That is slow. That is, and then at the end of it, all oh, they go to hyperspace. 
if this entire thing is about the duel and then at the end of it they show Grand Admiral Thrawn, I'll be happy. I'll be happy. If they end it anywhere good or Ezra revealed Ezra or anybody or the location of all those characters it, it are in the new galaxy, I'm happy. But for right now, I don't think I will be until I see those characters. For now, I'm just enjoying Ahsoka and so, like, two strong talk- female in the role here. So it's it is important to present female in the role, yeah. But um yeah, I just hope that they, they speed this up. Speed it up. Same thing I wanted with Kenobi, speed it up. But guess what? Book of Boba Fett, speed it up. We don't want a whole tattooing story. Who cares about Boba Fett rolling tattooing? At least not not have Mando as part of the episode. Not give Mando as a whole episode. But yeah. What were you saying, Matthew? Oh, the um so like we when we were like saying bad stuff about how how Thrawn and Hair looked mm-hmm. when we were seeing the um trailer. Yeah. But then what but now we're saying some positive things about hair. Mm-hmm. But we're still saying some negative stuff about Thrawn. Um oh, when, there's gonna be a lot of that coming along. Is do you think that and when do you think that once they introduce Thrawn and we start seeing him in action, do you think we'll have a similar response? I don't know. Let's see. Like you're being now, you're now being gracious about no. Her. Oh, I no, I am. I totally like I said in the beginning. I love her. I love everything about her now than I thought I would. I would in the trailer, but Thrawn, it's still a we will see. Well, we haven't seen an action yet. Thrawn is all that matters to me is right now. I don't care about the looks anymore. All that matters to me is the voice. You get the voice, you get it right. Yes, I'm fine with it. But if you don't. Everything about Thrawn is not this story. This story is over for me if Thrawn does not walk away. Even though it's a powerful sound, yeah. Uh, but yes, yes, uh, yes, yes. Everything about the series. So, guys, again, thank you for joining us here in Mall Cyberspace. It's always appreciated to hear from you guys. Send in your Q and A this weekend, and we will be. We will love to answer all your questions. A coming up episode or even about this episode or theories questions and theories you may have about the Ahsoka after show or Ahsoka episode part no Ahsoka part three yeah mm-hmm. Ahsoka part three so send in all your Q&A's and we will talk about it here and as always I'm Isaac Wilder Matthew Manchester and may the force be with you. May the force be with you. Always. <laughs> Send in those Q&A, guys. Send in those now. Thank you for choosing Lost Hyperspace Podcast. And we appreciate you for listening. And we love you guys. And we hope for you guys to come back. If you like what you have heard please leave a five-star review on spotify apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, and whichever where you listen to your podcast and 
follow us on YouTube and don't forget to check out our merchandise. All of those, will, the link will be below. And if you have any question or comments, please leave it in our email at lostyperspace at gmail.com. And don't forget, if you want to be in our podcast, you can also just leave us an email and we will provide you dates and time. So thank you guys. And the force will be with you always.